your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Caniacs. I am your host, Jared Ellis. And today I am joined by fellow Ned head, Sarah Avampato of Canes Country, Locked On LA Kings, Locked On NHL, all that good stuff. How are you doing this afternoon, Sarah? Oh, pretty good after that Hurricanes win. Don't tell the Kings fans that I said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, riding high. Obviously didn't sleep much. Um <laughs> But yeah, before we get into the Ned talk, there's a couple things I did want to address uh, with the Kaniac Nation. Um, I mentioned on uh, the past two episodes about little Emma Izzo, um, the special needs girl that um, Jordan Martinuk has created a really special bond with. A very generous uh, Hurricanes fan you know, started a uh, crowdfunding campaign to get Emma and her uh, family season tickets for next season and they have achieved that goal of a little over six thousand dollars and some change as of recording they were at over eight thousand dollars um so thank you to all the generous caniacs that donated to that and of course i know sarah you've seen this but the hurricane social media team this morning has been undefeated <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have loved it. I know it's uh, rubbed some people the wrong way. Um, obviously, the National Predators, because they blocked the Hurricanes on Twitter. Uh, but I personally think it's funny. Um, I mean, you got to do something to stand out. And plus, the banner one, when you raise a banner that says, regular season Western <laughs> Conference champions, you're going to get roasted. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's there's no two ways around it. You you have just opened that door, my friends, and everyone's going to walk in it. Just And then you when know. you have a Creed concert during one of your intermissions. <laughs> but <Yeah>. any anywho, <laughs> uh, 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 this is a special episode all dedicated to our Lord and Savior, Alex Nedeljkovic. Um, Ned has taken the reins as the Hurricanes starting goaltender this postseason um, and played out of his mind. He did in the regular season as well. He really made a case for himself to win the Calder Trophy rather than that kid up in Minnesota or that one down in Dallas. Um, realistically, uh, where do you think he's going to fall in that Calder Trophy uh, race? You know, I, I think as much as it would be fun if he won, I don't think he, he'll win. I do think it's probably Kaprizov's. Um, I feel, I, you know, I know voting is done before all of this stuff. So I was going to say, if he has a, like a bonkers playoffs, that might open some more people's eyes. I feel like a lot of people don't realize that he even would qualify for the Calder. I feel like people just sort of assume he's been around forever, which he has. He just hasn't gotten the NHL games. I think probably second or third. It depends how much people actually paid attention to Dallas um, because they don't always do that either. But 
I think he will get his share of, of, um, of, of votes at least, and will be a good recognition for a guy who has been a good soldier in the minor leagues for, for the past handful of years before finally getting it. But in, in, in our hearts, Ned will win. Yeah, I, I agree there. I mean, I obviously would love to see him win it. Uh, I think all of Raleigh, North Carolina, and Hurricanes fans across the world would love to see Ned win that trophy. But at the end of the day, that's really not an award that goalies win. Um, mm-hmm. So I think he you know, turned enough heads um, to probably be a finalist um, in those final three. I do think that will be the case. I think he will be a Calder Trophy finalist. But I agree. I think it will go to Kaprizov. But at the end of the day, you know, the Calder Trophy isn't what matters. It's the Stanley <laughs> Cup. um so i again i would love to see it but you know he has had an amazing regular season amazing playoff um he already got his first career postseason shutout um in his second career playoff game what was your initial reaction uh when that happened i know we talked about it a little bit um uh messaging each other back and forth but you know tell the fans you know what was your reaction when that happened like, I mean, I was just, I was just proud of him. I felt like, like the proud mom almost uh, when that happened, but it was just so good to see him, you know, finally get rewarded like that to, to get that win. And especially knowing how this series ended up going, being a little tighter than I think people thought it would be to see him come out with that big game and just put a little bit of doubt into, into the minds of Predators fans was, was great to see. And he just, this is a kid who it took, yeah, it took him a while to find his, his opportunity here in the NHL, but he has been tremendous when it counts in, in his past experiences. I watched him in the Calder cup playoffs when they won with, with the, um, with the Charlotte checkers and just, you know, to, to sound like a really old person, cool as a cucumber, just no, like no panic in him. You, I never would have thought that like he had feelings. He just, you know, gets the job done and seeing him be able to do that now at the NHL level and get that first career uh, playoff shutout was, you know, it, it was, it was great to see after all the hard work he's put in. Yeah. Uh, that's something that um, people around the hurricanes organization, uh, team members, coaches, uh, analysts, they all say, you know, nothing really gets to him. Um, you know, he's very cool and calm you know, all the time, you know, he doesn't really let his motions get the best of him. Um, you know, like we'll see, you know, other goaltenders, you know, they maybe get off to a rough start, you know, which we'll talk about a little bit in a, in a few minutes. Um, you know, he just brushes it off, keeps going. And then, you know, he just becomes one of the best goaltenders in the league. Um, now, again, you kind of feel the Calder traffic. Yeah, that probably ain't going to happen this year, you know, with Kaprizov, but, I personally do feel that with the way Ned has played in the regular season and the way the Hurricanes uh, organization, coaches um, and fans, just everyone, they've all gotten behind him in this playoffs and he's the guy. You know, it's not a 1A, 1B type situation like I thought it was going to be going into the playoffs. I thought it'd be a kind of bouncing back and forth between Ned and Peter maybe throw James in there a little bit as well. Um, but it's been Ned the entire time. 
Ned won that series. There was no other goaltender for the Hurricanes to play in that series. Um, and I think he is going to be the future of Hurricanes goaltending. And with the way you know he has shown up this year, and if he can uh, continue this level of play, do you think that one day, maybe not necessarily next year, but a couple years down the road or whatever, that he could be a Vesna candidate, possibly even win it. You know, I think I think it's possible because he he at the end of the day he is still very new to the NHL and he is still adapting to the game at this level. And you have to think that you know if all things go well that he can only go up from here. And we we all of course can name goalies who did extraordinarily extraordinarily well for one or two seasons and now are I don't know being miserable up in. Ottawa instead, um, Matt Murray, but, uh, you know, we, we have seen goalies just sort of flame out after having a really great, you know, first couple of seasons. But I think that if he can sustain this and keep getting better, and he certainly seems like the kind of guy who is going to force that to happen, no matter what, uh, I think, I think it's possible and would be really great to see, you know, see a, a, a player from the Hurricanes organization get that attention and get that spotlight because it's it's been a while since uh, there's been a goalie there that really has just sort of made people take notice of them. Yeah, uh, obviously there's, uh, well, in a good way, I should say, because um, there have been some bad ones. Uh, you know, Cam Ward was obviously the last one. Um, he obviously won. Con Smythe in 2006 in his rookie campaign. Um, and then, you know, from like 2009 to 2012, you know, he was one of the better goaltenders in the NHL. Um, it was just he had a very bad team in front of him, with the exception of 2009 when they went to the conference final. And he got overplayed. Um, he never had any good backups. And you know, again, he constantly got overplayed. He had to play through injuries and just all that unnecessary wear and tear on his body. Um, he became a shell of his former self in those last couple years of his career. Um, and, you know, it part of me is like, you know, because he still had to play so much mm -hmm. in those last few years when he was not a starting caliber goaltender anymore. And I feel that may have tarnished his legacy a little bit. Um, thankfully, you know, he obviously you know, came back, you know, signed that one day contract to retire a hurricane. And there's not a doubt in my mind uh, when PNC arena can be full again, that his number 30 will end up in the rafters along with Justin Williams, number 14. Uh, <laughs> and this is obviously a few years down the road, but likely along with George, Eric Stahl's number 12 and Jordan's number 11. Um, and I feel that the Hurricanes organization now, they have the competency. <laughs> I, I, I know that may be a little harsh there, but, you know, to make sure Ned has good support, you know, if he truly is going to be the number one guy here, of getting him support so he isn't having to carry that workload that Cam did before him there is only one place we here at the locked on podcast network trust to do our online sports betting and that is of course with betonline.ag 
Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device today and sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code Locked On. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point. Like, yeah, the, the the franchise in the first place, it seems like they're not, there's not going to be a, oh, we, well, we need a backup. So we're going to go get whatever random guy. It seems like they won't, they won't have an issue investing in, you know, the 1B if they think he's not ready for all of the games or, you know, that veteran backup guy to come hang out. Um, and it seems like they actually have a good pipeline behind, um, behind him in terms of goaltenders who could come up and eventually hit the NHL. Um, I saw a ton of Beck Warm this year in the AHL who started out just on an AHL only contract. He did really well in his, uh, you know, beginning of his season and was signed to a deal with the Hurricanes. And I know he spent some time up on the taxi squad and he's a a pretty promising talent that, you know, I, I have seen a lot of young goaltenders step into the pro ranks at the AHL level and just totally fail like they let in like seven goals in their first game because they have not realized how different the game is at that level and uh Beck Warm when I watched him you would never know that he was you know 21 years old or whatever playing his first pro game uh just the way he approaches the game and the way he takes care of himself off of the ice from everything you know we've been told from the coaches there uh, I think he, he's a really promising prospect to having your pipeline. I know there's some guys in Europe and I think who could be coming over in the near next couple of years. So for once there is actually a, a, a pipeline of goalie prospects that can be looked at. And if, if none of them pan out, the hurricanes now are an organization that will say, okay, well, we're going to go out and get someone then, which is, I think really refreshing after all those years of Cam ta- of, of uh, Cam Ward having to play basically all the games. Yeah. Uh, you know, and obviously I am very grateful that I got to see Cam Ward play in his prime when he was a Vesna caliber goaltender. Um, but it is nice to know that now we have an organization that will back our goaltender and be like, okay, this guy needs some rest. Um, Say, you know, he's going through a little bit of a rough patch. We can have a guy, we can sit him for a couple games and have a guy good enough to go out there and win us games and not, you know, have our starting goaltender just continue to just lose confidence uh, night in and night out. Um, And I think one thing that will help that is, frankly, our head coach, Rod Brindmore, he was there for a lot of Cam Ward's years. Um, obviously, you know, Cam played well after Rod retired as well, but he saw a lot of that stuff. Um, and he saw it when he was in the front office. He saw it on the bench. He saw how Cam was getting overplayed. And I think that could be something that Rod learns from. Um, be like, all right, I've seen 
this happen before. Um, and many, many people, um, including Cam himself, have seen the parallels between Ned uh, in 2021 and Cam back in 2006. Um, and it's crazy to think that we may finally have another true franchise goaltender here in Raleigh. It's been a long time coming, man. <laughs> yes. Uh, Cam obviously left um, in the 18-19 season. Uh, he signed that one-year deal up in Chicago. Uh, but yeah, even then, yeah, in those last few years, like I said before, he was not the player he once was. And now we finally have someone Um that can take the reins. Now, obviously Ned is a rookie. We obviously talked about the Calder trophy uh, and his name being circled around there. Obviously the last hurricane to win that. And the only hurricane to win that was Jeff Skinner back in 2010, 2011, something like that. So it's been a while. Um, and now look where Jeff Skinner is at in Buffalo, a $9 million healthy scratch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that's nothing against Jeff. You know, he was a very big, bright spot for the Hurricanes in a lot of dark years. But again, Ned is a rookie now, and he has rookie problems. And you know, as a, it took a while to really just pinpoint down a weakness uh, for him. Yeah, you know, this was something I talked about. I forget with one of the Predators guys on the crossovers that we did you know, for that playoff series, you know, I couldn't think of anything, um, you know, at the time, but as the series gone on, I did find one. Um, and that was the predators were able to score on him early. Um, it's almost like it takes him a little bit to settle mm -hmm. into the game. Um, usually whenever the predators scored, it was within like the first five minutes of the period. Um, what, uh, obviously, you know, experience aside, you know, because that's the obvious answer for Ned to get better here. What do you think Ned can do to help improve that aspect of his game? You know, I'm, I'm sure that that's also one of those things that it's kind of part of the mental game. So, yes. you know, what, whatever, whatever magical mystical things goalies do to, to, you know, get, get in the right zone for, for games, I feel like is something that he, could probably spend some time. I'm sure they have like mental skills coaches or goalie coaches or whatever. Um, but I, I, I do feel like that is just a young goaltender thing. I see a lot of young goalies who, you know, in the first two minutes of the game, or they let in the first shot that they face or whatever, and then they're, they're rock solid for the rest of the game. It's just something about how they prepare for that game left them not prepared for that first shot. And I'm sure some of it too is, okay, if you as a team are aware that your goalie might have the tendency to let in an early goal, maybe, just maybe, try to not let the other team get the puck very early in the game. Let, let, let your guy settle in there. Uh, but I, I do think that it is, like you said, something that's just going to come more with experience and confidence. Um, but I do appreciate that he doesn't seem like he gets in his head whenever he does let in a goal, even if it is kind of a stupid goal. Um, he he just, you know, buckles back down and then is great the rest of the game. Um, I'm trying really hard not to make fun of, of Pittsburgh's goalie um, yeah. and, and, and his mistakes and how he just sort of snowballed from there. But I, I don't really feel like we would see that from him in, yeah, uh, in these games. Yeah. We really never have seen that from mm -hmm. them. Um, you know, it 
just this entire season and postseason. Um, yeah, I mean, he's obviously lost you know games and whatnot, and that is what it is. Yeah, you know, but a lot of his losses came in overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing, you know, looking at overtime that I did like from him this postseason, you know, seeing where he's learning from his mistakes was in game three that Matt Duchesne overtime winner. You know, he obviously let it in. Predators won the game, double overtime. Then in game four, uh, Matt Duchesne went for a very similar shot, um, and then Ned blocked it. Mm-hmm. Um, Duchesne didn't get it. Obviously, the Predators still ended up winning that game. That sucks. Uh, but just seeing him learn from his mistakes like that, and that was something I really, really liked from the series. That's one of the big things that stuck out for me is just how he's been able to learn from little tiny things like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now – Obviously, the Hurricanes are now going to be taking on the defending Stanley Cup champions, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, in the second round, the Central Division Championship. Uh, and, you know, what do you think, yeah, the Predators, or not Predators, the Hurricanes and Ned is going to have to do to stifle the uh, cap circumvention king, uh, <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning, because Obviously, I've made the jokes, you know, when it comes to, like, Stamkos and Kucherov. I I mean, you look at what happened in New Jersey back in, like, 2010. I, eh. um, But, you know, those jokes aside, Tampa Bay does have a very high-powered offense. And what do you think Ned's going to have to do to prepare uh, for this series? Stonks, memes, rocket ships. You guys know I love day trading, and it can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Wealthfront can help you create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can help you lower your taxes as you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can cover more than the low annual 0.25 adversary fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL and get started today. I mean, I, I think that, I mean, like you, like we just said, the whole letting in goals early needs to stop uh, because Tampa is definitely a team that once you let them get on a roll, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're going to go with it. Uh, they're a very high scoring team. So th- that is just something that the, the hurricanes defense needs to be on the top of their game and Ned needs to be ready for what do you do when Nikita Kucherov is like barreling down at you? If there's any way someone can just go sit on Victor Hedman or something, that'd be cool. 
to just get him out of the game. Um, all you gotta I do think, is touch Stephen Stan. Oh and yeah, he'll be the, out. The, the poor guy's hurt all yeah. the time. He's old um, too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that it, it you just have to find ways to shut down that offense and. You know, the whole, if he can see it, he can stop it. Uh, just trying to keep Tampa's players from getting all up in Ned's business, I think will also be pretty important because they can do a lot of damage and you really need to have it clear so that he can have a chance at seeing what's going on in front of him. But um, yeah, because he's not the biggest guy. He's mm-hmm. got like maybe an inch or two on me. Um, so he's not a super tall guy. He's maybe six foot. Um, so he's not the height of like Andre Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does have to, you know, play his game a little bit different. You can't just, you know, do like the, uh, um, what's the name of the animal that that's like related to the anteater where it like, just like stands up and like puts its arm out. <laughs> yes. You, that thing. You, you, you I know can't, what you mean. I can picture it. <laughs> yeah. You can't do like those things uh, when you're not the biggest guy, but Ned hasn't let that get the best of him. And he got a few wins against Tampa in the regular season. The Hurricanes and Lightning split that regular season. Both ended up with a four, three and one record against each other. So four and four, whatever you want to call it. Um, so the Hurricanes know what it t- takes to beat Tampa. Um, Ned knows what it takes, but the Lightning also know what it takes to beat the Hurricanes. Um, I would say like the one weakness, you know, when it comes to Vasilevsky is him in back-to-backs. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't really seen that in the postseason. It's kind of been every other day. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see how things go there. Um, if they just stick with Vasilevsky the entire run there, I don't know if McElhaney got any starts um, in that series against Florida. Um, but you know, Mac is nothing to scoff at either. You know, he was big for the hurricanes a couple seasons ago when they made their run to the conference finals. Uh, but you know, what are some things you're looking for from Ned, uh, looking forward, not only this postseason, but just his career as a whole. You know, I think that it's you know, like looking career as a whole, like the thing I always look at when I'm evaluating, especially younger players is, are you making the same mistakes on like the last game that you did in the first game? And you know, you kind of mentioned that before about how Magic Shane tried that same play again and Ned was able to stop it because this time he knew it was coming. And so, you know, I think that that's a lot of practice, a lot of video work or whatever, but to, to see that constant growth of, you know, if you know that rebounds are a thing that, that are tough for you to work on that and to fix that. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I think that that's, that's what I want to see from him as he not just in the playoffs, but as he progresses in his career is working to identify what those weaknesses are. And yeah, maybe it is the oops, you got scored on, on your first shot thing um, and figuring out how to address that because overall his game is very strong. He's not, he's not a flashy goaltender. He just gets the job done, but that's listen I have watched Jonathan Quick for years I don't want a flashy goaltender anymore Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just want a guy who stops a puck so you know I I think that he has that kind of very calm game that inspires confidence and to to see him be able to just continue to pinpoint any of those issues that other teams are going to start to pick at are I think is only going to help him get further uh, and better in his career yeah um you mentioned you know rebound control that was another thing I saw a little bit with this uh, series against Nashville was sometimes 
he has some issues with some rebounds. Uh, but you know that and uh, getting scored on early that can that is definitely stuff that he can work on. He's um, I have full confidence in him. You know, again, like learning from the Matt Duchesne uh, situation, Ned has shown that he is going to learn from his mistakes. Um, and he's not going to be one of those goaltenders that just rests on his laurels. And he's going to be the franchise goaltender here in Raleigh. Um, you know, he was obviously placed on waivers, you know, back in January, went unclaimed, and now he's the starting goaltender. He's uh, retained his uh, RFA status. So, you know, it's going to be a little bit more difficult for other teams to pick him up. But I don't think other teams are going to pick him up because – I think the Hurricanes have full confidence in Ned uh, going forward, and I think he is probably going to be their number one goaltender for the foreseeable future. Um, the question is, you know, who is his backup going to be? Is that going to be Peter, James, somebody else? If it were me, I would probably say Peter. Uh, what do you think when it comes to Ned's backup? I think Peter's a good choice. I've definitely seen a lot of uh, other teams – coveting him in terms yes, of you he, he'd be a good pickup yeah pe- people want people want him and i think that he is a good you know 1a slash backup option i i think that he has probably like hit his ceiling i don't necessarily know that he's going to become a drastically better goalie at any point yeah. in the future but he is someone who's familiar with the organization obviously who knows the team in front of that's going to be in front of him and i think that goes a long way to wanting to keep him, even if it's just, you know, a, a short deal or something, um, as opposed to bringing in a new guy and having to get them to know your system and to know how your people play. So I'm always a big fan of staying internal. Um, I just, you know, it depends on what he wants. And if he is looking for a big payday or a, a long contract, I don't think the hurricane should give that to him. And then, you know, then they're going to have to look for someone else, but I would start with him and see what he wants. And if not, I'm sure the free agent market is bad. So Mm -hmm. good luck. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I agree there. I think Peter's definitely the best option. Um, He'd be a great uh, mentor uh, for Ned. Um, And again, he knows that system um, and he knows what takes the win. He can be a starting goaltender, you know, if need be again, Mm -hmm. Ned gets in a slump. God forbid, mm-hmm. your Ned gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter can step in and be a starting caliber goaltender. Uh, and I think that's something great for the Hurricanes. Um, but again, as you said, what is Peter going to want this offseason? Uh, because he is now unrestricted free agent again. And he didn't sign a very big deal um, the last time. Um, and the Hurricanes have a lot more to do this offseason. Uh Obviously, you mentioned Ned. You know, he's going to get re-signed. Um, I'm sure you know, he's earned a bit of a payday as well. Um, Andrei Svechnikov as well. Um, he is going to likely get a fat payday as well. Dougie Hamilton, Jordan Martinuk, um, and there's some other guys too. But, you know, there's just a lot that the Hurricanes have to take care of this offseason. And, of course, Brad Brendamore. Uh, getting re-signed as well but of course that's going to happen he's been a part of this organization for over 20 years as a player front office coach all that good stuff yeah he's not going anywhere yeah uh now obviously you know we just mentioned Ned is definitely going to get re-signed this offseason the Hurricanes would be absolute fools to let him go Mm -hmm. um 
how do you see that contract looking this off season? Cause me personally, I'm looking at everything else they got going on this off season. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, yesterday, uh, was actually a really good day for the Hurricanes and all of them because they won, but Alexander Simeon is finally off the books. <laughs> um, so that's great. That obviously frees up some more cap room. Patrick Marlowe's also off the books after this offseason. Um, so you got a lot more cap room freeing up uh, after this off or after the season. But, you know, again, I am looking at that other stuff going on this offseason. I could see Ned getting a bit of a bridge deal uh, mm -hmm. this year. I could see maybe a two, maybe three-year deal, deal uh, maybe $5 million, uh total value, um, something like that. Uh, what are you thinking uh, for what his contract could be looking like this offseason? Yeah, I, d I definitely think that that'll be an interesting negotiation, really, because I think that he's going to want a longer deal. And I think the hurricanes are probably going to say pump the brakes unless he like wins them the Stanley cup. And then I yeah. feel like they might just hand him whatever he wanted, but you know, I, I do agree with you. I do see more of a two, three year deal um, coming in for, you know, enough of a raise from what he's making now, but yeah. you know, I think, I think the hurricanes point of view will be, well, you're still kind of untested. You've never been a starter the whole season so we're gonna kind of lowball you a little bit um but I, I do think that if you know two million a year max yeah for a short deal i think would be would be fine it's probably a little too much but if you want to keep him well yeah you don't really have a choice because he's an rfa so he can either take the deal or not play yeah exactly <laughs> so, you know but i i do think that they'll they'll probably look for a shorter deal especially knowing there might be other goaltenders in the pipeline who might push him in a couple of years and see who emerges. But I do think you want the stability of the goaltender who is right now carrying you through the playoffs uh, to, to get him locked up for at least the next couple of years. Yeah. I, I don't see Ned going anywhere. I completely agree with you there. He hasn't been a starter the whole season. Um, so they don't know how he's going to be in that kind of situation of those mid season lulls, or whatever, um, you know, he hasn't experienced that yet, uh, or at, at the NHL level, I should say. Um, so I definitely agree with you there. And then I also feel, you know, that he is definitely one that has bought into the Hurricanes culture. Mm -hmm. um, and he, in those negotiations, when yeah, they're there with Don Waddell, Tom Dunn and Rod Brendamore, Justin Williams, because he is, you know, an assistant there now. Um, you know, they're going to, you know, say like, hey, you know, this is what we got going on right now. Um, I feel that the Hurricanes, they are pretty open with their players when it comes to certain things. And they're like, you know, this is what we got going on. This is what we're trying to build here. Um, you know, they're going to show like, all right, yeah, this contract, you know, again, you know, two, three years, whatever. I'm talking with my hands too, you know, not that you can <laughs> see me, but yeah, this, yeah, in this uh, little time span. And then, yeah, in three years, this opens up and this is when, you know, we can give you this. Mm -hmm. um, I could see the yeah. same thing happening with uh, Andre Svechikov this offseason because he's an RFA as well. Um, I could see, you know, that same thing of, you know, them giving a nice pay raise, of course, but again, more of a short term thing to, then open things up 
a couple years down the road. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a handshake deal of listen, take this now, do really well these next couple seasons, and then you're going to cash in. Yeah, exactly. That's stability. I mean, if the guy's going to go for it, awesome. Yeah. Because, you know, Ned has been a part of the Hurricanes organization for quite some time now. He was drafted back in 2014, if I remember correctly. So he's been here a long time. So he knows the ins and outs of the entire organization up to down from the ECHL level back when they were affiliated with Florida to Charlotte, Chicago, um, up to the Hurricanes themselves. And I feel that, you know, he wants to be a part of this organization. Um, And you look at a guy like Hayden Fleury, he was drafted at the same time. And then, you know, he got traded in that. He didn't take that well. Um, If you've, seen those interviews uh that he did with the ducks um he did not look happy he looked very defeated uh so i definitely see ned sticking around um long term and i'm excited for it i'm excited to see how he progresses at the nhl level yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch him and yeah this next season will be really really fun to watch to see how he handles really being the starter and how he bounces back. So it's going to be fun. And yeah. look at all the people who are going to have to learn to pronounce Ndelkovich. Yeah, I know. So many. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm really excited to see how he grows as a player. Um, he's obviously a great person, you know, having met him. You know, he's great, drives a awesome souped up Ford Raptor. I don't know <laughs> if he still does, but, you know, he also does streaming. He's a great ambassador for your organization. You know, obviously – We've all seen that video of, you know, when he got the shutout and just how the fans have embraced him here. And I think that's going to be big, um, you know, for the Hurricanes, just, you know, having that familiar face and goal uh, going forward. You know, we've had Peter um, the past few years, but, you know, like a really long-term solution because I do agree with you. I kind of feel Peter's hit his ceiling, but I feel Ned has only begun to tap into his potential at the NHL level. So excited. Yay, Ned. Yes, I am so excited. Sadly, my... (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited to watch him. He's a great guy. He's only a few months older than me, too, uh, which is crazy. Um, (laughs) And sadly, my Alex Ndelkovich jersey has yet to ship, and it's been almost two weeks. So, boo. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, But yeah, um, where can everyone find you, Sarah? Uh, so I'm on Twitter at right said Sarah. Um, as we mentioned at the top of the show, I also cover the Chicago Wolves, who are your Hurricanes AHL affiliate. Uh, so obviously their season is over now, but if you uh, get on board now, you can learn what's going on next season as well with the Wolves. Um, if you, for some reason, want to hear about the Los Angeles Kings, first off, I'm sorry. Uh, you can find me at Locked on LA Kings on Twitter and wherever podcasts are found. And I also host Mondays and Wednesdays on Locked on NHL, our national show covering all of the big news going on around the league. And yes, we will talk about Alex Ndokovic every so often on that show. So that is at Locked on NHL pods on Twitter, all available wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, and as always, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, um, That the show that is, at LO underscore Hurricanes on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes Podcast. And you can find my own personal Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And the 
Carolina Hurricanes have just announced game one of round two against the Nashville Predators, and that will be or game one of round two against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Excuse me. Um, and that will be on Sunday. So get ready for it, Hurricanes fans. I know I'm going to be ready for it. Sadly, I will not be at that game because I will be at work. Uh, but, of course, you guys enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Sarah, you enjoy the rest of your Saturday. And let's go, Canes. Oh, uh, yeah.